to Brunch with me, Noreen Mayer, on this Friday morning. Now, let's turn to our next guest of today. In fact, our very last guest of the Year of the Rabbit. And in the next 15 minutes or so, we're joined by Sailor Nicholas Holiday, And he's here to talk a little bit more about um, uh, his experience of becoming the first athlete from the territory to make the upcoming Paris Olympics in sailing. Welcome on the program, Nick. It's great to see you today. How are you? Hi, good. Thank you. We are live this morning on Facebook and I'd love our listeners uh, to join us there if you can. Noreen Mayer on RTHK Radio 3. So let's rewind. Let's go back to, right to the beginning. When did your interest uh, in sailing begin? Um, I guess I started uh, sailing when I was eight years old, but um, I started getting really interested when I was 10 or 11 years old. Were you a good sailor back then? Uh, no, no, I was horrible. I was a horrible sailor. And uh, in terms of coaching, how um, how much training did you have to do? Sort of. Um, when I was younger, I'd just go out on the weekends and go out for the whole day, Saturday, Sunday, and just try to experience it as much as possible. Wow, the whole weekend. Yeah. Yeah. Um, you know, with sailing, it's quite a sociable sport, but then once you're actually out on the boat, it can be just sort of you on your own. What's your experience in this area been, been like? Um, it's a bit weird because, you know, everyone's, your coach is watching you and you're, but you're just out there racing your own, your own with your own thoughts. And yeah, you gotta got to navigate by yourself and it's a bit it's a bit daunting, I guess. Yeah, I suppose that's a really interesting way to look at it. I saw in another interview that you're an avid basketball player. Yeah, I really enjoyed basketball in uh, middle school. Yeah. Yeah. So what made you sort of pick one over the other? What made you pick sailing? Um, I wouldn't say I was better at sailing. Uh, I think I just had more friends in sailing. So that's why I picked sailing over basketball. But you're a really good basketball player too. Yeah, I really enjoyed basketball, yeah. So what was it about sailing that you enjoyed the most? Was it the social aspect? Was it being, you know, with your own thoughts? What what was it? I think um, just being out on the water and kind of playing with the weather and playing with the wind, just being in the elements of it, yeah. Yeah. Talk us through some of your training days. What's a typical training day like for you? Um... Nowadays, I guess I, I usually start gym or cycling around 9 a.m. and then uh, go for a sail in the afternoon. And usually I do, do that six days a week. That's incredible. And does it matter what the weather is like or do you prefer different training conditions? No, I definitely prefer different training conditions to just get a feel for everything. But uh, of course, we can't sail in too extreme wind or if there's lightning. Yeah. Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah. Um, now, I know that you're gearing up for Greece uh, this coming Monday. Tell us a little bit more about that race. Yeah, so this is the European Championships and um, a lot of the top sailors will be there. And yeah, it's just a good kind of a good event just to prepare for the Paris Olympics. Yeah. Um, and how do you typically prepare for, for a big race then? Well, usually I would go a bit earlier to get a feel for the conditions, but this time I just came back from the World Championships last week in Adelaide, so and I wanted to spend a little bit more time back at home before I left, so I'm going a bit later. But uh, usually I'd spend a little bit more time, get to know the conditions and get a feel for like what the venue is all about. Yeah. Do you get to sort of train at all um, when you get to different places? Is it arranged? Um, and, and, you know, talk talk us through that process. So um, 
usually the regatta is about a week long and in between events there could be like a week or two weeks in between events so this in the next three months i have three big events and yeah definitely got to do a little bit of training in between events to get used to the conditions yeah talk us through that that feeling of being out at sea you know describe that feeling what's that like for you um it's a bit natural for me at the moment like i can see it'd be a bit sometimes when i'm out there alone it's a bit like oh my gosh i'm i'm in the middle of nowhere Nowhere. no no people around but um but yeah it's it's kind of natural and I got a good feeling for it, yeah. Yeah. Do you ever get seasick or have you ever been seasick no, before? Never been seasick, yeah. Thank thank goodness. Yeah, well, yeah, of course, <laughs> if you're competing at, at this level. I suppose it's because I wonder if seasickness can be developed at, or, you know, brought on, but it. I suppose it's just one of the lucky few people who yeah, just don't get it. I think you either just have it or you don't, yeah. That, that, that's a good thing. Um, and when did you decide to sort of become a, a full-time athlete then? Uh, I made I made the decision when I was 18 years old to become a full-time athlete. I just decided like this is what I want to do, and I did it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what were some of the sort of voices from your friends and your family when you decided to 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 do this? Oh, very supporting. Like every, my parents were like, "Yeah, you got to do it. You love it, and yeah, go for it." Well, seeing they were the ones who kind of pushed you into yeah. you know, the training every weekend. Yeah. yeah, they must be so proud of you and the incredible results that uh, you've achieved, uh, Nicholas. Can you share any memorable experiences w- with our listeners? You know, bearing in mind some of them may not have been sailing in their life. Uh, you know, talk us through that feeling and, and can you share any memories with us? Um, actually, just last week during the World Championships, I think I had the best race of my life. Is uh, it was somewhere in the middle of the event, and I started and popped out of the starting line and ended up in the top three. And I was like, "Oh my gosh, this is great!" Took a great shift on the left side and was battling it out with the Olympic champion and one of the top sailors from Hungary. And I was, yeah, it was it was a bit daunting because uh, the Olympic champion was like right on my butt, and I could I could feel him hunting me down, and he didn't like me in front of in front of him. But uh, I managed to stay in front of him and ended up winning the race. That's incredible, Nick. What was that feeling like? Did you feel intimidated or did it sort of give you a rush? What what was that like? Oh, yeah, I was definitely intimidated. It was super scary being in front of this guy. He's he's an absolute unit and, oh, man, yeah. yeah. Is, and, and also, did you get to meet him afterwards? I mean, is it quite a sociable sport afterwards when you go to these races? Oh, yeah, these... it's definitely. All the top guys are very nice and they're very sociable. It's, it's a really good community. Yeah. Do they sort of tell you, give you some tips? Uh, is it that sort of a community, you know, yeah. in, in this situation? Or do they share what they've learned along the way? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, they definitely give tips. And you definitely learn a lot from these top guys. And it's it's great. Yeah. Growing up and, you know, um, practicing your art and your sport, was there anybody you looked up to? Anybody who you tried to, um, you know, learn the skills from? Uh, there are definitely a couple in Hong Kong. There's one sailor, Sam Sakai. And he's a, he's a great sailor. He's probably one of the best in Hong Kong. And uh, he's such a natural sailor as well. And he would come over and do some training with us. And just to learn from him, it was, it was so great when I was younger. 
Yeah. And years down the line, someone might say that about you. I hope so. <laughs> also, yeah. So, you know, talk us through some of the qualities of a good sailor. What makes, you know, somebody good at sailing? You know, perhaps it can be temperament or, or qualities, uh, in your opinion. Uh, you definitely got to be a bit level-headed, I'd say. And you got to... I'd learn to adapt to the conditions and not take everything too seriously because the wind or the weather changes like that. It's um, it's definitely it's definitely a hard sport to like predict. So you can't like you can't predict everything. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. That's really kind of philosophical. I mean, what do you do in that situation when you're out at the sea and you're on your own and perhaps you feel a bit frazzled? What goes through your head and how do you? I suppose talk to yourself i guess you just got to try and do the best you can and if things are not going so well you just kind of make the best use of the situation as possible and just keep sailing fast keep keep trying to sail the wind shifts as as good as possible and hopefully the result ends up okay yeah has there been any sort of scary experiences for you being out at you know the sea um I wouldn't say scary in the sense of life-threatening, but definitely scary, like you're going a bit fast and you're kind of holding on and, yeah, the waves are big and you're surfing a massive wave and, yeah, that that kind of scary, yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and a Russian, probably quite yeah. exhilarating, yeah. but, yeah, scary yeah. also. Very much so, yeah. yeah. Um, we, we talked just now before the interview. Um, I heard that you actually don't like the water very much. No. No, I hate swimming in the water. I hate being inside the water. It's it's horrible. Yeah, I'm just scared of big fish and just whatever's underneath me. <laughs> Which actually is a great motivator and, and makes complete sense because the whole point of you sailing is to be in the boat and to stay on top and not be in the water. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's actually a, a great motivating factor. Now, when you are when it's really really windy and you feel sort of a bit, you know, intimidated by the the, the elements, what do you tell yourself? And, you know, does a training sort of set kick in or you want autopilot? You know, these are the steps. How how does it work? Cuz I really admire people who can stay calm in these sort of extreme conditions. It's really no joke to be out um in choppy waters and really a, a windy condition. What sorts of things do you tell yourself? Well, um, the boat that I sail is uh, quite a small boat, and it's a very simple boat, and it can take like pretty heavy conditions. So, I know if things do go wrong, uh, it's it's very easy to kind of fix yourself and fix up the boat, and yeah, really no- nothing bad can go wrong out there. I think so. Yeah. That's yeah. a good mindset also. And finally, Nick, how are you preparing for Paris? How, how are you feeling uh, about this? First of all, congratulations. It must be such an amazing feeling. Um, how are you preparing for that? Well, you've got another big race. You've got several races before that too. Yeah, so the next three months, I'm just doing a couple of races with the big, with the top guys and just kind of see where I'm at. And then after that, I can start training in Marseille where the Olympics will be. And just to get used to the conditions and kind of train what I've, kind of the mistakes that I would will make in the next three months in the regattas. Yeah. Um. Do you watch back your own race? Do you do you see you know how you've performed previously? How how does it work? Oh yeah, yeah. It's often we have trackers so we can watch our our sailing after the race is done. And uh, I like to look back on the tracker and kind of see what what mistakes I've made and see where I can make extra gains. Yeah. And yeah, improve the next day. 
Wow. And, um, you know, when you're training, do you have, is it the whole package? You have to eat well, train well. Um, are you allowed any cheat days? Uh, well, we train so much that, like, we just eat and eat and eat. And, yeah. And can we have to maintain a certain weight? Uh, eight, well, I'm 85 kilos, so I got to maintain that. So I got to just keep eating. And, yeah, you generally try to be a bit healthier, though. Like, eat your greens and. Yeah, don't eat too much candy. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's difficult. Chinese New Year's coming up. <laughs> what sorts of pearls of wisdom can, can you share with some of our perhaps young listeners who are tuning in, um, who like sailing but hasn't really taken that leap? I mean, what what sorts of things can you share with them? Well, when I was younger, and I really, and I was really going for like doing well in sailing, I just show up to each practice and every single practice and even do a little bit extra like I like before training I'd launch maybe a half hour or an hour earlier and go out there warm up a bit do my own sailing before the other guys come out yeah, yeah just show up every day I'd say yeah and Nick what was that feeling like when you you know found out that you qualified for the Paris Olympics what did oh, it feel like for just you? such relief like I I was going for the 2020 Olympics in Tokyo and I missed out on that by a couple of points so that was a bit uh, that was a bit sad and then I also just six months ago in the Asian Games I was going for a medal at the Asian Games but I ended up fourth so to qualify for the Olympics this round and do it by winning the regatta is well, just such a relief. Yeah, yeah. I, I like that choice of word relief because it's so just sort of like when you just miss out on, on something. And we talked about this earlier also. You know, I think a lot of times when you're an athlete, people focus on the success and that sort of the, the point of getting somewhere. But actually there there will be setbacks and there'll be times when you, you know, um, didn't do your personal best and, 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 and all of that. What's that learning curve like for for yourself I suppose what do you tell yourself what when you're facing some sort of setback oh my gosh it's definitely hard like I've had so many setbacks in the past that you kind of just pick yourself up a little bit easier every time so I think I think after a couple of days I'm already like okay next goal I got to get get training again and uh, yeah go for it wow that's incredible that's really good um, I, I suppose that's the beauty of sports as well you know the um, the endorphins also can help w w w with mental health and whatnot. But, you know, there will be days where, yeah, like you said, where you really feel down and, and you know, having a great community, which it seems like, say, you know, the, the sailing community. Um, is there a message you'd like to share with, you know, your fans and also the people that you've worked with in, in the past uh, decade? Um I guess just thank you for supporting me. I think uh, I've had such a big. I have a lot of people supporting me behind the scenes. Like I have a gym coach, I have nutritionist, I have, I have a physio as well, and my coach as well. Is there's oh, a wow. whole it's like scene. a whole tribe. Yeah, seriously, we're we're a big team, and uh, just I gotta thank everybody because I couldn't do it without without them yeah remind our listeners once again nick have you got any social media or you know how can people follow your journey um uh, are, are you online have you got a website or how can they find out more about your work um i do have an instagram nick.halliday and uh, i post sometimes on that account and uh, just my training sessions so yeah give it a follow if 
if you want to know more about me. Yeah, well, you're a busy guy, so perhaps, you know, that the updates will be sporadic. Meanwhile, thank you so much for your time today. Nick, I really enjoyed chatting with you. And that's Nicholas Halliday. And uh, he's the first athlete from the territory to make the upcoming Paris Olympics in sailing. And all the best in Greece uh, for your upcoming race. Thank you so much. Thank you so much. We have-